0: This morning, if you have your Bibles, turn with me to Luke's Gospel, chapter 16, Luke's Gospel, chapter 16, and I'd like to read verses 10, 11, and 12. Luke, chapter 16, verses 10, 11, and 12. Whoever is faithful in very little is also faithful in much, and whoever is unrighteous And very little is also unrighteous in much. So if you have not been faithful with the unrighteous money, who will trust you with what is genuine? And if you have not been faithful with what belongs to someone else, who will give you what is your own? This morning, as we look at this passage of Scripture and see again the mighty lessons that have been put in the Scripture here for us, I want us to be reminded, here we are, first Sunday of a new year, 2018. I don't know if you've thought in your life, some of you maybe, I don't think I would live that long, but here you are in the year 2018. Remember when we were turning into the year 2000? And all the things that came up that might happen and could happen and how things could change. And here we are, 18 years after that. This morning, as we look at the scripture and we're reminded of what it's talking about, I believe that Jesus is reminding the disciples and reminding the people of that day, don't forget the little things. The little things mean big things. And you say, well, preacher, you're confusing it. Small things have big consequences. Maybe put in it, and that statement might get our attention. You know, or this tragic story that happened in 1983. On an early morning, a Korean airline jet. Was flying from Alaska to Seoul, Korea, as the engineer of that flight was programming the flight computer, he put in the course and the, and, the and, and and so put in the course and the direction into this flight computer. But unfortunately, he made a mistake. It was only a mistake of one and a half degrees. In other words, he was putting the direction that the plane was going to go, but in doing so, he was one and a half degrees off. You'd say, well, one and a half degrees won't make a difference. But as that plane took off, and as it went from area to area, they didn't even notice, even the, even the Tracking towers and, and, and the different things didn't notice that this plane was slowly off course until that plane flew over Russia. You see, it wasn't supposed to fly over Russia. But because of that small little degree, one and a half degrees That plane flew over Russia, and you might remember in history, Flight 007 was shot out of the sky by the Russian Air Force. Just because that engineer put in the wrong degree in that flight computer, one and a half degrees. You see, at first it didn't even seem detectable, but as it reached its end, it became disastrous. I believe in, as we enter this new year, we have so many things in front of us, and so many things, sometimes they're so big and, 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 and so intimidating that sometimes because they're big and sometimes because they're intimidating, we forget about the little things, or maybe we don't give the little things the emphasis that they should. Sometimes, sometimes time doesn't seem important. But if you're a college student, I believe you know a value of a year. Because a college student has studied, and at the end of that year, when they take their finals, if they fail their final exam, they know the cost of a year. If you know about a month, especially if you're a mother expecting and the baby comes a month early, You know that that time has cost you. Or what if you know the value of a week? Especially if you're a newspaper editor and you know that every week you've got to come out with an edition, or a pastor who has to prepare a sermon every Sunday. Or what about an hour? Ask some lovers who are waiting to meet each other on their rendezvous. The value of an hour. What about a minute? You missed your bus, you missed your plane, you missed your taxi, whatever, by a minute. Or next month when the Olympics go to Seoul, Korea, there will be some athletes who will be standing on that platform with a bronze or silver because they missed it by a millisecond. You see, time is relative, but time and even the little things, we need to sometimes learn to think small this morning. <coughs> excuse me. this morning, as we think of learning to think small, three things that I want us to be remindful of: fruitfulness, faithfulness and forcefulness. You see, small things make a ministry of fruitfulness. In this coming year, what do you want to accomplish? What do you want to happen in this new year? You say, well, you know, the other day, before Christmas was even over, Walmart had Valentine's out. Some Walmarts even had their Christmas stuff out. I mean, Easter, not Christmas. Easter stuff out, seriously. What do you want to accomplish? You say, well, I'm going to focus on the big things, but let me encourage you to focus on some little things because those little things can make a difference. And one of the things is, are we going to be fruitful? And are we going to produce for our Lord God in 2018. You've heard Brother Preston the last couple of weeks talk about our mission opportunities. And those are important. And we are looking, for God, looking to God for the possibility of going to those three places. This morning I was showing someone this sheet back there in the back of all the volunteers that we have in our church to fill all the positions. And, and we're always looking for more people to, to be part of that. And a lot of times I know you think, well, you know, preacher, I'm too old for that. I've done that before. Or, you know, I don't have anything. I'm just a common, ordinary person. I don't have special gifts like Tara and some of those others. And, you know, I I, I, I can't do that. Or, you know, four and five-year-olds on a Wednesday night, oh, I can't do that. But, you know, go back with me and think about Moses as he stood before God. Remember when Moses was at the point in his life when, when he was no longer in Egypt, he was now in the desert and he was wandering and he wondered what God was going to do with him. And, and, and he really thought, well, God, I can't speak right. And, you know, God, all I have is myself and this staff. And what did God tell Moses to do with that staff? Tell him to throw it down on the ground. And then God made it into a serpent. But here's the interesting point. Then God said, okay, Moses, I want you to pick it up. Now, it was still a serpent, let me tell you. And Moses is going, Lord, are you serious? He said, pick it up by the tail. Well, a lot of people know that's not really the way you pick up a snake, is it? Because the business end is still moving. But he said, pick it up by its tail, and he did that. It became a rod again. You say, well, preacher, what, what, what is that about? Well, Moses thought he didn't have anything that God could use. You see, sometimes a lot of people in churches today think, well, I, you know, I don't have any gift. I don't have anything that God can use. Let me tell you something. <laughs> Go through the Bible and read how God took individuals who were what? Faithful and who were willing to allow God to produce fruit in them. Moses was thinking he didn't have anything. All he had was the stick, and he said, all I do is the stick is use it to keep the sheep in, in line. But God said, you come to me and I can use that stick. How many times was that staff, that stick, used by Moses, or I should say, used by God to teach Pharaoh a lesson? You see, God used that. And so this morning you might say, well, preacher, all I got is the stick. Well, let me tell you, then you've got everything you need. Because if we allow God to use it, God can do things in the coming year with that. Or what about if you're just a little boy and in your pocket you've got five stones? That's what David was, he was a young boy, he hadn't been educated, he was out keeping the sheep safe, and when a bear or a lion or a tiger or whatever we might have in that story, I think I've included something else, but, but uh, um, you know, he took his stone and his slingshot and that's how he defended them off, and when he saw that big giant, he didn't hesitate to think, well, you know, I've got these stones, I've got a slingshot, I'm ready And even Saul was saying, no, you're not ready. God can't use you. But what did God do? God used that little boy, didn't he? He used that young boy to take down a big giant. Or I think about how when Jesus and his ministry and the disciples were out and they were preaching the gospel and they came to a point And people were hungry, but there was a little boy whose mama packed him a lunch, and he had some fishes and loaves. And what did Jesus do with that? You know the story. He fed thousands. And so I think of this new year of 2018. You might think, well, I don't have anything. Well, hold on. When we come in the presence of God and say, God, I want to be fruitful for you, God is able to do some great things. I think of Mary in the Bible. Remember Mary when Jesus at the table and, 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 and Mary was washing feet and she took a box of perfume and, and when she opened it, you know, like perfume does sometimes, it filled the place. Guys, I want, us, I want us to see, you might think you don't have anything to offer God this year. But let me tell you something, I believe you do. God is... God is looking. It's amazing. Remember the story also, all this in the Bible. Jesus one day was was in the temple watching people give in the treasury. In other words, people were giving their offering. And he saw big people, little people, rich people, poor people. And as he watched people give, of all different shapes, sizes, all different backgrounds, there was one little lady, you know the story. She put two little mites. She put two little, you know, a penny today is worth more than what she gave. But what did Jesus say? Jesus said she gave more than all of them. She gave more than all of those people. I, I, I want us to see that sometimes if we think we, that we don't measure up, I, I want you to see that God can use the small things. You know, sometimes when we fill ourselves up to be something that we're not, God has some difficulty getting through all of that. But let me tell you, God can get through the small stuff. We sang and are inferred what a mighty God we serve today. Would you agree with that? Most of you, if not all of you, would say, "Well, preacher, yes, we serve a mighty God." Well, let's not forget that in this coming year. What can God do? Is there anything that you can come up with that God can't do? Think about it. What can God do? We serve a mighty God. We need to be remembered. We need to remember that He is that mighty God. One person said it this way. There are some people too big for God to use. There is nobody too small for God to use. Moses, God said to him, what's in your hand? A little widow woman had two mites. There was a little boy who had some lunches. There was another lady in the Bible named Dorcas. She didn't have much. But she had some needles and thread. And you know what she made? She made coats and she made garments. She had such an impression upon the people of her village that when she died, people wept. She didn't have possessions, but she had a talent of sewing. You see, Jesus, well, Jesus never, listen to this before you throw stones at me. Jesus never did anything big in the eyes of men. Think about it. When Jesus was born, what were they expecting? They were expecting a takeover. They were expecting the throne government. They were expecting him to become ruler. But Jesus came as what? As a baby. Small, wasn't it? They didn't think it had an impact. But that baby is still having an impact today. There was a man who was living in a village. And... As he, well, he wasn't living in the village. He was passing through this village. And he asked a man who, who was born and raised in this village. He said, any great men born here? And the old timer said, nah, just babies. And you think about it. Think about it. You've been born as a child. But you see, God wants to do a mighty work in our lives. Sometimes we think, well, there's, there's, you know, I'm, I'm at this stage in my life. God can't do anything, and I'm at this stage, and God can't do anything, and I'm at this stage. God can't. Why are we putting up all these barriers? God is able to knock every one of those down. You see, God wants to work in our lives. There were times, even when, when the temple of the Lord that had been destroyed, and different. Ones like Zechariah and Zerubbabel were trying to get the, the people of Jerusalem motivated to, to rebuild the temple, and people just wasn't motivated. And finally, Zechariah said to them, Who has despised the day of small things? Referring to, guys, if we do a little here and a little there and a little here, it'll make a difference. Michelangelo, ever heard of him? He's done a few things, a few paintings, a few sculptures. There were some people, one day, it's recorded, that they came and saw the work that he was doing. He was working on a sculpture, and they came by, and he showed them what he was doing. Well, they left, and about a month's time, they came back. And they said, Michelangelo, it doesn't look, have you been working? And he kind of looked at it, and he said, well, yeah, I've been working. They said, well, in 30 days, it doesn't look like you've done anything. And he described how he had straightened this line and, and it put s- s- some more glimmer in this piece and that piece. But to them, it seemed like nothing. But to him, it was the little things that made that statue stand out. You know, sometimes I know we're looking at the broad strokes. But God is saying, look at those things that can truly matter. If we're not careful, sometimes we, we, we forget about those things. So we need to be fruitful, but we also need to be faithful. Faithful in doing what the Lord has called us to do. You know, it's great to see this picture of the future. And as we designed this almost 10 years ago, It's great what the Lord has allowed us to do. But I also think back, you know, I've been blessed to be here 23 years. And I don't know if you did, but in the video, not only did we have a lot of young kids and now they're grown, but also I noticed those that have gone on to be with the Lord. And there were several in that video that have gone on to be with the Lord. But, you know, this church has been around since 1912, I think of all those who have been faithful in their service to God who have passed on and gone on to be with the Lord. And they've passed something on to us. They have passed on a church that has stood the test of time. They have passed on, and, and that's what we're trying to do with, with, to our children, to pass on. But I think of the sacrifice, and I think of what those faithful members have done. You know, it is said, a little drop of water, a little grain of sand, make the mighty ocean and the pleasant land. Guys, a lot of times living in Florida, it seems like either we're wanting it to rain or we want it to stop to rain, stop the rain. One of the two. But you know, the water, those sandy beaches. Even though it's cold right now, we know we've got some beauty. The little things, a little drop of water here, a little sand there. Guys, I want us to remember, we're also reminded, living in Florida, each time there has been a rocket launched at Port Canaveral or or in the Space Center, we have seen these mighty rockets hurled into space we also were reminded when one of the rockets carrying a payload and had people aboard exploded and after they went through all their research and go back they came back and said that the little tiny o-rings failed i know sometimes you think well i'm old i don't count but you know, you do count. We need people. We need people's faithfulness. There have been those that have been faithful in teaching GAs and RAs. But now today it doesn't seem to be as pressing. There's been times with mission friends. But you know, all of those things are important. Of us being faithful in the small things. Sometimes during the holidays which we've just experienced sometimes we are reminded of the small things maybe where the family comes together and prays at the table but other times in our society today we're so busy that we don't pray you see in the small things and how they they, mess, they how they are there for us what someone said sometime or I've had people ask me and I know Dr. Long when he's here people say you know preacher how do you prepare for a message. And I said, what do you mean? They said, well, sometimes you might be preaching to a few people, and sometimes maybe you're preaching to a hundred. Well, let me tell you, it doesn't matter if it's ten or a hundred. The message should be the same, right? The message should be of Jesus Christ, period. And we need to see that if, if, if it's one child in Sunday school, it is just important if there's ten. But sometimes we think, well, it's just one, and we just won't Have a lesson today. I I want us to see the importance of using every opportunity that we have. Being faithful. Being faithful of reaching the people around us. But I also want us to take it a step further. I believe, according to Scripture, that if we see the need for fruitfulness and if we're faithful, God brings a force. Now I know we could get into the the force shall be with you, but let me tell you something. Let's not forget the force that comes from the Holy Spirit of God. Let's not forget that. Now <laughs> here's my illustration again, I don't like. I don't like this illustration, but let me tell you this illustration heard a man say one time that he has tw- that he was 20 pounds overweight by choice 20 pounds overweight by choice what do you think of that are you 20 pounds overweight by choice i'm not saying anything <laughs> well let's think about it has anyone when you go home today, is there going to be someone at your house forcing down a spoonful of food in your throat? I don't think so. Nobody's going to be forced to eat today, right? No, nope, I'm not. But now, Frank's going to decide what? Frank will decide, well, everybody's eating. There's still a little left over there. I think I'll have some more. Right? And that's how Frank gets 20 pounds or 30 pounds or 40 pounds overweight. Could it be by choice? Well, yes. I didn't just sit down at breakfast and decide, okay, I'm going to eat till I gain 40 pounds. I don't think I could do that at one meal. Could you? No, it's by choice. So what are we choosing? David was faithful in the small things. And he took five stones and did a great thing. Timothy, who was under Paul for many years, learned and learned to minister and how to be used. You know, I I, I want us to see that as a church. We have a great heritage, but it can't stop there. You see, the early church, Jesus started with twelve. Then the twelve became 120 when you read Acts chapter 1, verse 15. And then, then on the day of Pentecost, there were 3,000 added to them, and then they got to 3,120. And then the Lord added to the church daily. And when, then in Acts chapter 4, and, and we read that, we read about 5,000 people who were saved in one service. And, and that was just men, so we have it. And so you, you start reading, and you see how God is adding. What about us? Are we faithful? I want us to think about some things this coming year. Do we have a burden for those who are lost? We know there are lost people in this town. Do we have a burden for that? Are we burdened to see our church grow? Not in numbers, but in individuals. There's a lot of empty seats today. And we could give reasons why, but there's a lot of empty seats. Are we willing to allow God's force to move in us. I asked Brother Christon, Qu- Brother, Brother Brother Pre- I asked Preston a question. <laughs> I was trying to make it a question. This morning in the first service, I said, Preston, if I offered you $1 million or I'm going to give you a penny and guarantee that I, that I will double it every day for a month, what would you take? Double it now. A penny every day doubled. All you say, give me the million, right? That's cash up front. But if you take a penny and double it every day for 30 days, you know what you got? $25 million. All right, that, that's your assignment. To Go home and prove. You know, get your calculator out. There's Jenny. She's checking me right now. Think about it. If we bring one, you bring one, multiply it. Then we bring another, multiply it. Keep God's force, God's ability, God's, what God can do in multiplying and bringing people to him. You know, we can waste our energy on a lot of things, but, but investing in people is the most important thing we can do. Investing in people. You say, well, but this one requires a lot of work. Hello. Some of us need to look back to us. We've required a lot of work. But you know what? God is willing, and I want us to see that in this new year. Looking at the small things are important because they have big, big consequences. Let's pray. Let's worship. Father, Lord, I just thank you for this day. And, Lord, I just pray that you would guide us. And, Lord, that as we look to this new year, Lord, that we would see what we can be what can be done if we are faithful to you lord i ask this in your son's name amen